Hello, 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 my beauties and my beast. It has been a long time, but you know, a change has come and I am back with the pods. Um, So much has happened. So many things have evolved, revolved. <laughs> I mean, like you name it, it's happened. And not in a bad way, in a really, really beautiful way, but definitely it's been a learning curve. There's been so much that I've had to take stock of so many decisions I've made that changed my mind and then evolved those things as well. So there's been a plethora of changes and lessons learned and um, experience gained, advice taken, um, epiphanies discovered, all kinds of things have happened. And that's what this part is going to be about. This part is going to be about just exploring the unknown, what it takes sometimes to what happens after you just start, you know what I mean? How to keep going and really, really getting into what's up, what's been up, a little catch up, a little bit of talk, a little bit of chat. Let's get into it. Okay, so let's jump right into it. COVID happens. I started a business selling sea moss jelly called Golden Elixirs. I discover myself more. <laughs> I rest more. I notice changes in my body. I notice changes in my memory improvements, you know, because I could tell you, sis is not an elephant. Sis did not used to remember and sis was me, okay? There was just, you know, so many things I began to notice from being able to live life a bit more on my own terms. And for years, guys, I think even if I had fantasized, wondered, considered, thought about the possibilities, I feel like some part of me blocked out that freedom that I had when I was solely an entrepreneur. So let me give you guys a little backstory about me, Gigi, and my life and how things went. Years ago, I was a law major, law and social major um, in college. Then I was a philosophy major. To be very frank, I skipped school a lot because I also was an entrepreneur. I decided one day I want to be a wardrobe stylist. And then I just did it. <laughs> that's, that's me. I'm learning. That's the epitome of who I am. I want it. I go after it. I do it. And sometimes there were years in between there where I forgot who I was where I didn't bet on myself anymore, where I didn't go after the things I wanted as much. But I'm learning that the essence of who you are is never really gone. Sometimes we just bury it, but it's not actually gone, right? And anyway, long story short, decided I was going to be a wardrobe stylist, did it, did it for years, added in, set designer and director in there over the years as I evolved. And really had a good time with it, you know, made some money, not always a ton of money, but for me, passion actually mattered to me more than money. So while I wanted to earn and, you know, be okay or whatever, I would say that that always came second to me getting into whatever I was doing, giving it my 110% in the ways that I knew how to as best as I could and making that work for me because I knew that that was my strong point. You know, I wasn't socialized in an office, so the email life and the spreadsheet life and all that stuff wasn't really my forte. You know, I'm learning those things more now. I always knew the importance, but I had a very 
challenging time mastering things as simple as they may sound but it just wasn't easy for me it just wasn't second nature for me so I'm learning those things now but anyway that was my initial break into business um, from my teen years into my early adult years then life happened one day I will tell the story I always bring this up and people are probably like girl what the hell happened but we're not tell you yet just cool yourself you know <laughs> soon come soon come all in perfect time which is actually precisely what this pod is about, perfect timing and just, you know, just learning and growing. But, you know, everything changed. And then I delved more into hairstyling, evolved down that path and worked for people and for myself sometimes in between their four years, 13 years to be exact, guys. I'm in my 30s. So you understand how long I was working in my early 30s, <laughs> right? And... First of all, I can finally say I am an entrepreneur. Now, I don't know what that's going to bring, but I pray and I affirm and I speak that it will bring me positive abundance, blessings upon blessings that I will know how to utilize efficiently and effectively and allow those things to multiply and bloom and grow and that I'll be really, really great at my latest endeavors because yeah, I'm now a salon owner. I have just started my boutique salon, The Atelier by Gigi. <laughs> or as my, my close friend likes to say, Gigi, which I actually hate. <laughs> but she says it anyway. I love her to death, though. And I'm still, of course, the owner, I, I would imagine, of my wellness production, which is Golden Elixirs, which has honestly, genuinely been suffering a bit at the hands of the birth of the Atelier, which, to be fair, guys, I really only settled on a name for last night because everything happened so fast. So let's get into how everything you know, actually happened so fast because as I'm speaking, you know, it probably sounds like, oh, well, she she had this plan for ages. She knows what she's about, blah, blah, blah. And yeah, okay, I do know what I'm about. That's not a lie. But you don't always get to that knowing on a smooth or straight path. So the story gets really interesting right about now. So I had gone to the doctor, heard a diagnosis or a prognosis. I don't remember the right word. I mean, diagnosis is the right word, but that's not the eloquent word I want to use. But anyway, that part doesn't matter. And basically, she was like, you need to find a new career. Your lungs are giving you trouble, blah, 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 et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And you know, I'd heard it and not really taken it in too much. But as quarantine carried on, I noticed how much my breathing had improved and I noticed that I hadn't felt like that for years. I'm talking like maybe eight years. Yeah. And it just hit me like, wow, that's, that says a lot, you know, and my stress levels were down and everything was down and blah, blah, blah. And I know that this was not everybody's quarantine experience. So please don't think that, um, you know, like just throwing shade on somebody else's experience or in any way diminishing um, how challenging some people's self-isolation, quarantine, however you want to put it, experiences were. But 
for me, it was a period of like, girl, you better learn these lessons today and every day. Okay. <laughs> right. And I kind of came to a decision within myself that perhaps it was time for me to step away from the hair industry in the capacity in which I'd been in it um, for so many, so many years before, over a decade, right? So I figured I might still be in education. I'm in terms of educating about hair, which I, which I am delving more into. So I'm, I'm for the hairstylists out there, I'm very excited about that one-on-one only. And, you know, we'll just be doing those courses. But I just thought, I just got a call, so it cut out my recording. Because, you know, usually I used to record at like 2 o'clock in the morning, 3 o'clock in the morning. But I just felt inclined to record now, so I did. But yeah, so, you know, I had come to a place where I was like, I think I'm going to step away. I think, I think this is not the right fit anymore. I think this is not the healthiest fit anymore. I think I just have to do what is best. But also, which I'm still at this part of the stage... I felt like I needed to take a chance on myself, a risk with, you know, with my life and not a dangerous risk, not a silly risk, not the kind of risk that is detrimental, but the kind of risks that change your life. I feel like I was being a life experiences was to a certain degree and I know I speak a little harshly sometimes but you know that's just how I am some days <laughs> a little bit a little bit um a little bit Brooklyn I like to say but no I honestly felt like I was too scared to do everything for way too long you know what I mean and to in my head about things not working out it's almost as if I would never really consider for so many years what if it did work what if you do fly what if you know how to swim what if you know the wind picks up in your sails and you know that it's just smooth sailing all around I just would not consider the positives you know and I had to really check myself on that and ask myself it was a little question like a really simple question that I think my mom either asked me or asked someone, but it it triggered the thought in me like, how positive versus negative am I? And then I started to think about how I think about myself and my capabilities, uh, about what I can achieve and stuff. And anyway, I realized that I really would always sell myself short in my mind. So before I even got out there to even do anything, I would have already talked myself down internally. So if I'm talking myself down internally, which so many of us tend to be doing, then how can I externally be thriving, leaping, growing, blooming in the way that, you know, essentially I really could be. So I just was in a place where I was like, you know what? This is not the way. This is not how this is supposed to go. This is not what's this is not what's up. This is not the beat. Of course, I got another call. So anyway, I think the calling is done for the evening now. So we can be uninterrupted, raw, and uncut. Okay, all right. <laughs> but yeah, like, I just, I wasn't betting on myself to the degree that I could have been. I think sometimes, right, we see people and we're like, oh, this person is winning. They are winning at life. They are doing the damn thing. They got this going on. They got it all together. Sis is lit. And maybe sis is actually like a light show, but literally is just turning on a one light. 
And I say that because sometimes what may seem like someone really living in the fullness of their potential may just be a very small portion of their potential or what may be big to person A may not be the abilities of person B and I just I just can't help but to keep thinking like if you are capable of the whole alphabet then why are you stuck on one letter that I feel like that's where I was at for a number of years and I would be trying my darndest sometimes to push past the one letter so to speak but I couldn't seem to get it done it just felt very stuck I remember many many years and I'm not even talking months or weeks but years where I felt stagnated, where I felt like various decisions I made were holding me back. And I felt very limited, very, very uncomfortable, very uneasy, very much like if I wasn't brave like other people. And and what's odd, or may come across as odd to some, was that I didn't feel like jealousy, I didn't feel envy, I didn't even feel anger or bitterness or whatever to people who were achieving greatness I just felt like well why why don't I think that I can do that you know but it wouldn't be that clear of a thought in my mind and what I can say beauties and beasts that quarantine did for me is that it nudged me and nudged me and nudged me until I remembered how it felt to truly begin again to really believe in myself a lot more because when someone is optimizing things out of their comfort zone even if it's out of your comfort zone they're not necessarily growing in the way that they could be when that person starts to push themselves out of their comfort zone and starts to bloom and grow into things that scared the shit out of them initially that is a different thing altogether so doing golden elixirs made me look at myself a little differently it made me see my potential a little bit more it made me believe in myself in a way that I used to before not to sound cliche but to sound cliche (laughs) um before the world told me who I needed to be um and I started believing it because that's the important part the world people whatever can tell you anything what really matters is whether or not you're going to choose to buy into that belief system and I, I unfortunately did you know and just just making that seem awesome selling it and it being my my pick so to speak um through quarantine made me really really bat on myself a little harder because i'm gonna tell you all the truth i was like i am turning this into a multi-million dollar wellness company golden elixir is gonna be lit son yes (laughs) right that's how i was feeling um, but I knew that I could not, this is the most important part. I knew that I could not continue on living my life in the way that I was because I wasn't okay. Like I was anxious often, even if I was happy, you know, anxiety sometimes doesn't necessarily mean you're unhappy or you hate everything or everyone is bad around you. That's not it. But you have to find in life, I'm learning to stand more firmly in this. You have to find in life the right fits for you. You have to find your specific truth and the things that align with that. And no one, even if you want a million people or at least one person to help you figure that out for yourself, I don't really know that anybody can figure that out for you. What figures that out for you 
is life and truth and experience and failure and wins and love and loss and just the whole rigmarole, the whole spiel. Because you cannot really, you can't really know some things until you actually live, until you actually just take chances and experience. And I can say that just making the little Irish mass teach me a lot of things about myself. Yes, yes. And I'm really glad because it boosted my confidence. So anyway, fast forward, I call up my former employers and I'm like nervous, have this long conversation with my homegirl. And she's like, girl, I give you six weeks in that job. I don't think that's the thing for you anymore. Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, we'll see. I don't know. But I mean, I just feel so good now. And I know I wasn't feeling like this before. And this is no not to where I was, you know, in terms of my career, in terms of like my physical space in my career. But I just think that sometimes beauties and bees, we come to different points in our lives. And what suited you at point A to point K may not suit you anymore at point M. Do you know what I mean? I don't know what's with me in the alphabet this pod, but <laughs> that's just, that's where I'm at, okay? That's where I'm at. I don't know. But it hit me anyway. I knew that if that night I did not call and resign and like just say what was on my heart, I would probably have never done it. I would have, COVID would have been over. I would have gone back to doing whatever it was that I was doing before. I would have got comfortable with my paycheck. I would have said, oh, no, honey, my car payment come out every two weeks. I'm good. I got that set for me, okay? And I would never have taken a chance on myself, period. I'm telling you. And the goal was always, okay, so you're going to stay at this job for two years and then either you're going back to law or you're going to open your own business or whatever. And none of that had happened. And we're in year four. Okay. Like this July, me starting my own business, I left, I left my former job before the last one in July of 2016, switched jobs, went to that one, had a really great run, learned so much, engaged in many things that were very, very uplifting and, um, 45 career wise and I learned so much from everybody and stuff you know and I'm very very grateful for that opportunity because each 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 space that we are 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 given the opportunity to be in in our lives evolves us in a different way so I was very grateful for my experience in every space but in that last space I really did learn myself a lot grow a lot challenge myself a lot you know and um I was at a different place in my life where I feel like I was a more teachable person than I had been through, like, let's say, like, my mid-20s, right, to a point. So I'm grateful for that. But anyway, I, of course, lost track of what I was saying, but the point is this. <laughs> what I began to, to think was, no, I remember. What I began to think was if I do not tell my boss this now, my manager this now, I'm never going to do it so I said what was on my heart I was like you know what I don't know if I feel as passionately anymore you know because you guys if I'm being 100% candid the clients for me are a beautiful experience for the most part you know we have our ups and downs you know here and there but I know what it is to have tough clients and I also know what it is to have incredible clients amazing clients so I was in a space where my clientele was and is very, just beautiful people. There are very few people who are stressful. And even when they are, you kind of come to understand them. 
and you come to respect them and you come to appreciate that what we sometimes deem as a difficult person is not just a difficult person. It's a person with a story and there is a why and they don't seem as difficult when you come to understand their truth, right? So yeah, so there's that. So I, you know, there was a lot going for me and I was very grateful. And I mean, I feel like many people would have been like, you ought to quit at the height of your career though. <laughs> you must be on a drug. What do you mean? Which I'm not, so don't even start. But, <laughs> you know, I just wasn't feeling the same way. And I didn't ever want to bring half-ass work to people who deserve 110%, specifically being my clients. I believe they deserve the best. I believe all of our clients in, in life and whatever area we're in deserve the best. So I, I I bit the bullet. I said what I had to say. I said I'm going to stay on for the next eight weeks and prep my clients with other people and so on. thing about life is sometimes in the middle of a story, there's a plot twist or something surfaces or you change your mind, or you rediscover something that you thought you had lost forever, or you feel like you want to give it another chance. This is probably going to be a long pot. <laughs> you guys, I had dreamt of having my own salon for years. Years. I called in people to see a space to build and then just felt like, oh my God, how many ever grants? Oh, how am I ever going to make that? I don't think I can get it done, you know? just like such a lack of self-belief for certain things like there are things that I believe yeah I can do that and I will do it well and I I got this I don't know how yet but I'm gonna get it but this just wasn't one of those things to me it felt like you know when you throw little kids or you see those those videos with like little kids in the water and the water's not even deep but they're afraid that they're gonna drown they don't realize that they could just stand up because it's like a puddle yeah that was me not to say that an entire business is a puddle, but the fear was not based on rationality. The fear was based on irrationality and anxiety. So there was that. As time passed by, I was like, okay, I'm just going to stick with the natural stuff because if I stick with the natural stuff, it won't be any chemicals. It won't affect my asthma as much. You know, I used to be a smoker. I was like, well, I managed to quit smoking, so I'm not trying to destroy my lungs anymore. You know what I mean? And there were just so many things. But something happened one day when I was working and I, I found a rental space also because I was doing faux, faux locks. So I, well, I am still, but I found a rental space. You know, I remember this, this friend of mine had approached me um, to be a part of a space that she was curating and have my salon within that space. And I was just like, oh, we'll see. I don't know if I could do that right now because I don't le like leaving a company high and dry in like a very busy season like Christmas for instance even though yes it would benefit me to leave in a high season I know what it's like to be uh, an, uh, a manager or somebody in control of a company and and as somebody can controlling um operations with staff that's a nightmare so it's not really my first option even if I lose a little bit in the long run I know that I know that it still matters to me how you know how I go about it so I said no. So I didn't want people coming to my house to have their hair done because of COVID. And also because I felt like, well, I want to give them the best possible experience. I want to at least try to, even if I can't afford it or something, at least I know I tried, you know. And while I was working by myself, I noticed like I could breathe easier. 
I started to feel like, wait, I'm going to bring my music in here. We're going to make it. We're going to make a something out of this. Yes. You know, like I started to, I started to remember my dreams. I think my goals, my visions for myself. So I just hit the phone. I'm so sorry. Um, and I really started to feel very differently. And eventually I decided I'm going to take a, I'm going to take a chance. I'm going to take a chance on myself. I don't know how I'm going to do this. I don't have this planned to a T in the way that I thought I should for so many years. But I thought that for so many years and did nothing. So I'm going to just do this and we're going to grow as we go. We're going to make it happen. We're going to bloom where we're planted, you know, because those things that I say when I do a pod, when I do a vlog, I really try to live in them. Now, I don't master each one every time. There's some that I'm still struggling with, you know, and trying my best to like, you know, maintain or master. But I just thought, Narcissus, you got to you got to try on you. Remember what you said when you resigned. You said, I have to bet on myself. And so I did. And it wasn't the easiest thing to do. I'm still not sure how everything is going to work out. I still don't have every little bit of the plan mapped out perfectly. In fact, there's very little perfection outside of the fact that I'm going to always seek to give my utmost best, period. You understand? I don't know health-wise what's going to happen. I really, I really don't know those things. But what I know and what I am learning is that in life, sometimes we have to, number one, take a chance on ourselves, bet on ourselves relentlessly, relentlessly. Number two, that things come. So you may not know how they're going to come. You may not be sure. You may be afraid that you won't be supported. You may be afraid of um, gossip that may follow you or, or people speaking ill of you. You may be afraid of losing clientele you may be afraid of losing friends you there's so many things but what I could tell you is you will be surprised at how support will completely override any negatives in your life when you get your mindset in a space of I must win I must win and I will win and I am winning you will not buy into low vibrational thought processes and behaviors in the same way anymore you just don't. And when you feel like you're about to, if you're doing your work, you begin to reprogram what I like to call your monkey mind that chatters and tells you all the worst things in the world. You begin to reprogram your monkey mind with your rational mind, with your high abundance mind, with your I can do this, with your affirming supportive mind rather than the mind that breaks you down and turns your confidence, your self-esteem, your ability, your drive and your bravado into mush. You know, for many years of my life, I wanted to always start things when I had everything perfect. I wanted to figure out how I would do things without a loan, but I didn't know how. I don't care about stuff like that so much anymore. What I care about is giving my best, doing my best and learning as I go. And it also occurred to me that the kinds of people that I want around me, the kinds of clientele that I want are people who are understanding to those things, are people who are compassionate and kind. And I've noticed that, at least in my society, a lot of us in the beauty industry, and even if you aren't in the beauty industry, you might be a lawyer, you may be an accountant, you could be whatever. We don't think of our dream client. 
We don't think of the people we want to surround ourselves with every day in business. But that's so important because that's what sometimes is depleting us is that we are constantly surrounded by things that are taxing to our spirit and our soul. You know, so this journey has, as I said, taught me so much. The lessons have been literally priceless, like invaluable lessons that I'm learning. I have really, really learned to take smart risks, you know, try with yourself, believe in yourself. And I've learned to overcome fear to some degree. And fear of failing has held me back for so many years. And there's so many of us like that out there. We we were raised with a mentality of perfection or nothing. We were raised with a mentality that failing is the end. And failing is not the end. Failing is literally just a part of your journey to your highest success. You know, we were raised to, to, to think of ourselves with a cap or a ceiling on what we could achieve. I listened to a podcast today that was talking about the fact that if you could just make $274 a day, then you're going to be a six-figure earner. You know, and it, just little things like that. We limit ourselves because before we can rationalize and strategize realistic ways to get to the goals and the actual life that we really, really want and wanted before somebody told us it was unattainable, like before we do that, we just we just stop ourselves before we even try. And this for me has really been a journey of not stopping myself before I have tried, of giving myself a go. I was nervous as nervous AF, okay? I was scared. I'm still sometimes scared, but I never took a chance on myself to this point before. And there's so many of us out there like that. Like we want to change a career. We want to go out and do something. You know, and for some of us, things like this are not a big deal. It's just easy peasy Japanese. You just wake up, you say me one, do this, you do it, the end. But for some of us, we just move like a little burk bark chicken, wobble, wobble, shake, shake, and don't ever seek to fly, <laughs> right? You know, I got through any little accent here and there because I'd be getting kind of serious sometimes. And sometimes I'm like, okay, time to chill. <laughs> but, you know, I've 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 learned that you know, it's so important how we view ourselves. It's so important what we are open to, to, to taking a risk on. And a lot of us, we would take a risk on hurting ourselves like in the long run with disease and stress and so on because we're stressed out at a job, you know, but we won't take a risk on opening our own firm, which would also stress us a lot less, you know. Um, we are okay with running ourselves to the bone for somebody else but not for ourselves and I just think that sometimes the energy that we put into other people's things which is there's nothing wrong with working for other people please don't get me wrong I'm not one of these people who thinks that every single person in the world should be an entrepreneur that is not who I am um there's nothing wrong with that but I don't think that that's everybody's right fit you know and also people need employees like let's just get real but I just think that sometimes the, the energy that we're willing to put into others, we're not willing to put into ourselves, which is really the point of what I'm saying. And if you're willing to give that energy to others and not really willing to give that energy to yourself, even though that is actually your secret desire or your subconscious desire, then my question to you and was to myself, how much do you really value yourself? How much do you really believe in yourself? How much do you really feel that you can achieve 
or how little, right? And the journey to opening the atelier has been one where I had to reassess the way I valued myself. I had to reassess my self-belief. I had to reassess my execution. I had to look at my bad habits and figure out how am I going to fix these things so that I make sure that I am actually doing things in the best way possible, you know? So these are some things that I really learned along the way. And I, I feel like I rambled a bit. And so I hope that this actually has some good tidbits. It's just, I guess maybe it was more of a story time than how I usually kind of have things in point form. But hopefully this story inspires somebody out there who's sitting down and feeling very worried and not doing because for like 10 years, I didn't do anything. Like I've had friends who were like, I'll invest. And I was like, no, no, no. You know, in my mind, I was like, I, was, I don't want to owe anybody any money. And then our friendship dissolves. And then, you know, like I was just so negative about myself. I would be so positive about other people's lives and other people's potential and other people's realities, but so negative about my potential and my reality in the ways that could have really mattered for me and, and do, I'm realizing, really matter for me. Um, I learned a couple of lessons along the way. So let's just, we'll wrap up the last little tidbit of this with the lessons I learned in point form so that we can bring it all home, you know, and go from there. Okay, guys, y'all think y'all can handle that? Is you ready for a little bit more, a little bit something extra up on the side? Like a thing on the side, joke the best or no? Okay, cool. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right, so I also had to grab some tea, but I'm back. And I may sip some tea in between because I definitely had one or two asthma issues this week. And sis needs to breathe, okay? Sis, sis needs her throat to be okay in the midst of all the different things that are blowing around in the atmosphere. But anyway, lesson number one that I learned is you are not always going to be able to communicate every element of what you feel at every stage as effectively as you would have wanted to. People are not always going to take this in the best way and completely understandably so. And people are always are not always going to be okay with your truth either and completely and understandably so. But nonetheless, it's important that we communicate to the best of our ability as often as we can, that we uh, try to be as thorough with our truth as often as we can and know that if that is what we did, it's okay if everybody doesn't always understand it, right? Because you, you sometimes, yeah, the road to hell is paved with good intentions, but sometimes you just have to know that, listen, my intentions were pure. My execution was the best that I knew how at the time. And you go from there. So that was a big lesson for me that like you're not always going to have every single detail right off the bat. You're not always going to be at your best level of communication for various reasons. And you don't have to. That's an, a form of perfectionism too. feeling like I need to have everything right all the time. I need to get it all out perfectly. You won't always know everything right away. Sometimes things are evolving as you go. So you can't know what is happening in week five when you're in week one. Because you, there's things that are going to happen in between there that are going to change your trajectory immensely, right? So know that. You just try to be as truthful as you can for as long as you can. Next thing I learned, very important to remember these two things in tandem. Everything ain't everybody's business, okay? Boundaries is okay. 
you don't need to feel obligated to rinse out your story to Kabi. You know, it now have nothing left to it. Because sometimes you don't even know your whole story yet, is what I'm trying to say. But also, you don't need, I'm, I'm saying if you want to, it's fine. But you don't need to speak beyond your obligation. You understand? And sometimes you're not obligated to explain at all. A lesson I had to learn in life is that some people are going to like literally almost bully you into getting what they want out of you for their benefit. It has nothing to do with them wanting to understand you. It has nothing to do with them wanting to see you win. It has nothing to do with them wanting to see you bloom or grow. They literally just need to know what they need to know for them. That is not always going to be beneficial for us when we're moving forward in life in a transition season. And you have to be discerning enough to know who is for you and who is for themselves. It is not a knock to the person who is for themselves because to an extent, I would like to think that we are all for to, for ourselves. We, we have to preserve ourselves, right? But everybody doesn't have the best intentions for you. Not sometimes because they have ill intentions for you, but because the best intentions for themselves do not include or involve the best intentions for you. That's just the way it is. There's no need to have bad blood with the person or the people or the man them or the woman them, whatever. But it is important to know that every skin teeth, not a laugh, yes? Not a smile. And every hug is not given with love, okay? And every question asked is not asked out of care. Not for you, at least. That's an important thing for us to know in life. And to be okay with because that's just a part of adult life and even sometimes teenage life and kid life right so that was something else that I really really learned I would say like in the past six months sometimes people ain't interested in your thing they just trying to figure out if it bothers their thing right and it's crucial that we are aware of that the next lesson that I learned I think would be it's, and this this is probably the biggest lesson that I learned in the past like three months, two, three months, I would say. Two months, let's see. Maybe a month. But I know, listen, it's just a big lesson. Yes, okay, okay. So listen with a little buzz, as my boy um, Quiet Perry, a.k.a. Rohan, would say. Big up to the fellow West Indians. But it's okay to change your mind. In life, it's okay to change your mind it's okay to shift your direction it's okay if you thought that you were a but now you realize you're alpha it's okay if you thought that you were you know a diva and you realize you're actually a boho princess it's okay it's okay and i think a lot of us live in psychologically and and socially constructed and cultivated prisons because we don't realize that we have the freedom and the choice to change our minds we have the freedom and the choice to make a new decision we have the freedom and the choice to live in our truth for each new season of our lives and it's okay also if you don't always know how to communicate that now there may be repercussions to that 
there may be people who feel shorted and it's okay to explain to them your truth, your why, how everything happened. Because maybe at point A, you didn't have the answers, but now you're at point Z, you know, so if you have the answers, you can explain. It is also okay to know that in the process, sometimes we realize that people maybe weren't who we thought they were. And so it's okay to also feel like, you know, I don't want to have to explain myself in this particular situation. So there's that as well. That's something else that we can consider too. For me, that one was the biggest lesson. It's okay to change your mind. It's okay to do that. And the last lesson that I want to leave you guys with before we close out this pod is bet on yourself. You heard me? Bet on yourself. You, you know, there's so many of us, right? Who are sitting on endless potential. And there are people out there who will encourage and big us up to a degree. But to a point where like, we're never really, we're never going to, they don't want us to be their competition. They don't want us to ever be better than them. You got you to gotta bet on yourself because there is no guarantee. And that's not a knock to those people. We are all at different stages in life. And I, I need to do a pod on accepting people at the various stages that they're at in life and not being bitter or salty about it or making it into like an enemy war zone because it doesn't need to be, right? But bet it, you, you got to bet on yourself. You may be sitting in a room full of people who, for whatever reason, wish to some degree that they had some little thing you have that you don't even think about and you don't even care about or maybe you don't even like about yourself. But you got to bet on yourself anyway because you got to realize that room full of people is not going to bet on you. And I'm not saying that that's the truth for every situation. Betting on yourself also has a lot to do with your self-esteem, your confidence, You understand? Trusting the things that you've been taught. Trusting in the things that you've taken the time to learn. You know, there's so many things that that play a role in that. But most importantly, it's so that we can live the lives that we actually want. Most importantly, it's so that we can live in the truth that is our actual truth. And not the things that we tell ourselves so that we can ignore what we really want. And just find contentment in less than what it is. Less than what we truly desire. Right? For many years, I know what it's like to not bet on myself. I know what it's like to live in a state of what feels like almost perpetual self-doubt and disbelief in oneself and all kinds of things. And one of the best things that I would say that I have been reminded of in my life for the first time in a long time is betting on myself, is being comfortable with who I am, is standing in my truth even more than I used to be able to, and just reconnecting with who we truly are. And at each new stage of life, betting on yourself is going to look different. At each new stage of life, you know, your truth is going to look different. It's going to evolve. It's not to say you were lying before. It's called maturing. It's called evolving. It's called growing. And it's fine to do that. You change your mind over time because you grow, because you evolve, because you learn better ways to do things, because you've made mistakes and now you've learned and you've grown from them. You know, and the list goes on and on and on. It's okay to change your mind. You know what I'm saying? Bet on yourself. You know, if you tell everybody everything. Okay. All right. And living your truth. Living your truth. Know that it's okay to, to evolve over time and I'll leave you guys with this 
There is an analogy that speaks to a shark being in a fish tank. And it says that a, a shark will never grow beyond a certain size if you leave it in a small fish tank. But if you were to put that same shark in the ocean, it would grow in leaps and bounds. Or if it were a freshwater shark, I guess in a, a whatever they're in, because I'm pretty sure I've seen sharks in fish tanks and they're not salt water. Anyway, this is not important. The point is, you, we, we, sometimes are limiting our growth, are limiting our truth, are limiting our evolution of self, and thus the evolution of those around us by living in our truth, right? By staying in a fish tank when we were meant to be in a swimming pool, an ocean, whatever. We are not growing to the capacity that we could grow because we have plateaued, because that is all that our space allows for us. It is not a knock to the fish tank. It is not a knock to the space. There is nothing wrong with the fish tank. What is wrong is that you are no longer meant to be there. I have stayed, and people would, would argue that everything happens in its perfect timing, nothing before its time. And yes, I do believe that to an extent. What I also believe, though, is that comfort zones keep us in places for much longer than we should be there. I can speak for myself and tell you guys this. I have more than once in my life stayed in spaces that I I knew I outgrew. Again, not because anything was wrong with the space, but I just came to a different point and place in my life, in my journey. Stayed in those spaces where I no longer belonged. I no longer had no place being there, but I was still there, right? And wondered why I felt stagnant. Wondered why I felt like I couldn't grow. Wondered why I felt like I had plateaued. Do you see how it doesn't it doesn't make any sense? But it happens. And the reason I'm using myself as the example is because I don't want you to feel in any way like it happened to me. It's happened to me too. It happens to everybody. Okay? Okay. Look at the world. Look at how quickly things have shifted for us this year. Look at the unexpected things that are happening. Look around us. There's no time to waste in this life that we have. This is a precious thing. And because it is a precious thing, it is crucial that we live to our fullest, that we live to our best, to our brightest. You know what I mean? We, we live our best lives. We show our children us living so that they too can live and go forth and be even better than we were. You know, that that we just live our biggest lives. Why wouldn't we want to do this, right? Why would we want to wait till we're 60 or 70 or 80 or 90 or on our deathbed to look back and say, oh, I wish I had. When we could, when we have life now, we could. So I want to say that don't stay in spaces that you've outgrown anymore for much longer. If you're still there and you still feel a bit scared, begin to create an exit strategy, you know, something, something. But live a little bit more each day in the truth that is going to truly fulfill you. Don't stay in a small indoor fish tank, in a somebody little house, little nice sweet house, yes? When you know that you're meant to be a very, very big fish in the ocean where you can grow to your full capacity and truly, truly flourish. There is nothing wrong with changing your mind. It is okay if you have evolved past the things that used to serve you. And yeah, it may not be easy initially, 
But do you know what happens after that initial anxiety and that initial fear and that initial pain? You feel okay. And then you feel really happy. And nothing compares to that at all. So don't let the naysayers talk you out of living the life that you were truly purposed to live. And I'm not trying to be cute. I'm not having a Jada entanglements moment. Me not, me not perfect person, you know. I'm full of flaw, full of mess right now. The way how my room looks, honey, is a mess, honey. A mess because me was busy and, you know, so me tired. I'm not, me not impressed with myself. It's a mess. But my life isn't a mess right now. And for me, that matters. And that's why I do these things so that, like, we can all grow. Not because I'm perfect. Not because I'm some far evolved, not like, you know what I mean? Like, alpha human. Nah. I'm just a person. Just trying. I just here trying. I mess up. I learn. I grow. I bloom. I make mistakes. Some people love me. Some people hate me. This is life. But you share the lessons and hopefully it becomes somebody else's blessing in the way that somebody else's lessons became your blessings, right? So don't stay in a small tank. My beauties and my beasts. When you know that you're meant to be in an ocean. That's it. That's it. I'm done. Those are the lessons. That's the blessings. As always, I want to thank you guys for listening to the podcast. I want to thank you for, you know, being on my socials for all these years or if you're new welcome 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 so late to say welcome but thank you and of course like subscribe share all of that follow okay at gg farrier on instagram so that's at g-i-g-i-f-a-r-i-e-r yeah and at the atelier by gg everything is all linked together though anyway so but Thanks for listening, guys, for sure. And I really, really appreciate you. And I'm sending you love. Um, I'm going to post this right now because it's Sunday. It's about to be Monday tomorrow. And maybe somebody needs a little reminder that they're capable, that ambition is not reserved for only certain members of society. It is out there for all of us to grab hold of. And too often we forget our power and our ability to create greatness. Um, and the fact that that truly lives within us. So I'm going to post this now. Whenever you're hearing it, I'm grateful for you listening if you got this far. And yeah, I'm going to see y'all again soon. I mean, we'll not see you, but I'll hear you. (laughs) And of course, hugs, love. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you. And most importantly, just, you know, don't limit yourself. Free yourself. Believe in yourself. Bet on yourself. Thank you so much for listening, beauties and beasts. Bye-bye.